On this week's episode of Saturation, Cade and Grace start things off on a high as Grace just got a new puppy and Cade was in on Mason Disick's exclusive Instagram Live. Then we break down the topic of the week, Conte Gate. This is what we are now calling the infamous phone call between Kanye West and Taylor Swift. Cade has a whole timeline ready, so don't miss out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Saturation. We're your hosts, Grace <laughs> Lamb and Kate Bethesda. Surprise! And Kate came bursting onto the scene <laughs> saying that he had something so funny to share with me. So we started recording, and I'm ready to hear what it is. Okay. You guys are not going to believe this because I don't really believe it either. I've just been laughing for like the past hour and 30 minutes. So last night, I don't even know. I was just doing some random online looking, and somehow I came across an Instagram account that I believed to be, I'm pulling it up, that I believed to be Mason Disick's, a.k.a. Scott and Courtney's child, Courtney Kardashian, Scott Disick's oldest child. It had, when I followed, I was the 53rd follower. And liar. No, I have a screenshot. And I was like, I don't know. It seems kind of fake. I couldn't really tell. Well, then about an hour and a half ago, Mason went live. And I clicked on it and it was him. His account's private now. So like all my friends were texting me like, and I you're can't in. watch. No, they were like, I can't watch. I can't watch. Like, tell me what he's saying. So I just did like a whole play by play. In a, a group chat with all my friends that wanted to know. Oh, He went live. God, that's so funny. He went live with so many friends. We got a, a, a room tour, a bathroom tour, a closet tour, and uh, we got to go to P's room and see Penelope. <laughs> Shut so, up. There were like 150 people on this live, and I was one of them. Um, he was answering all oh. sorts of questions. Then he goes live with Addison Ray, the TikTok star. Shut up. And David Dobrik's watching. James Charles is watching. Noah Schnapp's watching. They're all asking them questions. It was the craziest. Oh, my God. It was literally the craziest. He might have. I don't know. It was literally the craziest thing that I've witnessed in a good while. That is so crazy. He said Jeffrey. How did you find out that it was him? How did I know? Hmm? Well, I follow this yeah. account called YBS House, which mm-hmm. is like a bunch of Mason and his friends, I'm pretty sure. And they commented on oh, something right. and said, Mason does have Insta. And I was like, well, okay. I thought it was fake because I honestly didn't really know if he was even a part of this YBS house. Anyways, mm-hmm. and it was his. And I don't know if Courtney knows if he has an Instagram. He did talk about her some on the live. He said his favorite aunt is Kim oh my- Kiki. He called her currently. Um, it That's was so funny. So funny. Wait, tell me more. What else did he say? Somebody came in and was like, "Are you doing your Spanish homework?" And he was like, "Yes." It was not Courtney, so I'm assuming it was like a nanny or something. Um, he talked about he's he's quarantining at his mom's house, but he might go to his dad soon. Uh, he said he couldn't go get rain because he was busy doing something. Uh, we went in Penelope's room. She was taking an online art class. And she said, it's so annoying. It's oh, so my God. Funny. I'm dead. His, uh, his, he confirmed he likes Gucci. Um, there were so many funny things. Like, I, I need to look at my list. It was, it, this literally, like, just happened. And... Grace Texan was like, I'm ready whenever. And I was like, hold on, I'm on live with Mason. Oh, my God. Wait, what were you saying about Jeffree Star? Was he in there? Um, were you saying something about him? Yes. Mason said he's so spoiled. He's spoiled <laughs> AF, I think is what Mason said. Hold on, I'm looking for the direct quote. Um... There, y'all, my comments were off the wall. He said... Oh, uh, I feel like I'd be scared to comment. Yeah. He said... 
Oh, God. Oh, Jeffree Star is, like, spoiled AF. James Charles was on there, and he was asking questions, and he asked Mason who his favorite <laughs> beauty guru was. And Mason was like, I don't really watch makeup YouTubers, but I guess I'd say James. Oh, my God. How funny. Uh -huh. David asked um, something about, like, it, was he cute or something? And Mason said David was super cute. Uh, he said his favorite place to visit, quote, I like Italy. Italy was fun. But now we can't go there. Oh, my God. It was that so pure. So you're, like, one of the 150 people that follow him. Yeah. I guess he's accepting more people because I just looked and he has, like, a little more. But I don't know. That is so wild. Uh-huh. Well, somebody said, how does it feel to be rich? And he said, okay, I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, one thing he said, he said, why does so many people have the B word in their name? Um, oh, my God. He, he did a couple of TikTok dances for us without the music. He did? Uh -huh. He said his favorite dance is Savage currently. Same. Um, somebody asked for a house horn. He said, I don't think I can do that. Maybe another time. <laughs> <laughs> probably true smart kid yeah uh, oh he said he doesn't follow fans it was just so cute the ratio like he thought 126 people watching was like crazy oh my god I'm that's like, hilarious I only have like 126 million followers like I don't know it was just really funny he said I hang on my brother my brother's taking the dog oh okay wait no yeah wait let's talk about the dog that's my excitement wait Wait, I want you to finish what you were saying. I think that's all, really. He uh, Really? Well, I mean, there's so much. I mean, he, I watched him for like an hour and a half. He likes Dunkin' because they have donuts, but he does like Starbucks as well. Okay, um, interesting. He said a lot of people go to Dunkin' because of Charlie, who's a TikToker for anyone who doesn't know. He kept saying everything's casual. He was like, donuts are more casual. It was so That's funny. funny. Then, so then Addison, Mason got off Addison's live and Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things got on. And he was like, wait, so was that Kylie Jenner's daughter? Talking about Mason. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, it's Courtney's son. And he was like, oh, I had no idea. I'm dead. It was really, really funny. That's amazing. His profile looks fake. I'm going to send it to you right now. Yeah, send it to me. I'm sure he's going to go unprivate soon. Probably. How old is he now? Like 13? 10! Oh, God. Never yeah, mind. He's 10 years old. He oh, seems older to me. He does seem older. Yeah, I agree. He is just so funny. Like, I, I, I just can't believe I wasted all that time. But that is must. hilarious. It was a must. Wow. Okay, what else is happening? Tell us your exciting news. Oh, okay. Today, you guys, so some of you know, back in November, I lost my dog, Tuki. He was like 13. And um, so we knew that we wanted to get another dog. It was just a matter of when because both my parents work now and... Um, all of this but now that we're in quarantine we were like wow what better time to look if there's any dogs that we're interested in getting and we found this one like I want to say Saturday and my dad showed it to us and everyone in our family was like let's do it and it was totally spontaneous like we literally decided Friday we picked it up today and his name is Junior. He's the cutest thing. He's like the size of literally a guinea pig. Like he's so small. He's so cute, y'all. Grace just showed him to me a second ago. Yeah. And like, oh my God, I cannot get over it. He's like a cuddler, which was the most important thing because Tuki, our dog that died, he was a cuddler. Mm. And Tank, the dog um, that we have, like that lived with Tuki and now is like the older brother to Junior. Mm -hmm. He is not a cuddler. He's very independent. He doesn't give kisses. He doesn't like to cuddle. 
So we really miss that about Tuki, and we're like feeling like he's going to be like that too. So we're really excited. Oh, I love that. Wait, how did y'all pick the name? Um, so I really like like old man country names. Mm-hmm. So Tank, I kind of renamed him to Earl. Mm-hmm. I call him Earl. Yeah, I was about to say. Okay, yeah, yeah. I heard you. Yeah. So the name the breeder gave him was Tank, and my family like went with it, but he's such an Earl. So I call him Earl. <laughs> And so I wanted to name this one Merle, like Earl and Merle. I thought it was so cute, like Merle Haggard. Uh But my family just wasn't on board. Here's the thing. My dad, he only likes the names that he comes up with. So we knew that he was going to have to come up with it. And um, gosh, what were some of his other ones that he liked? I really liked Lenny. Yeah. And he liked Floyd. Um, just nothing was clicking, and then he said Junior, and we all just, like, looked at him, and we were like, yes, and it fits him so well, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's like Earl Junior! Oh, yes. And it's still kind of like a redneck country name, mm-hmm. so I like it. No, I do too. That's sweet. A lot of people are getting dogs, which I think is a great thing to do during these really crazy I times. I And what better thing to do right now, you know? Yeah. Wait, so that's very exciting. And how old is the dog currently? I mean, I just saw him. He's very He's tiny. two months old. Okay. So he was born January 27th. Okay, wow. I'm so excited for y'all. That's great. And y'all are all there together. So that's like a fun making memories. And yes. Yeah, that's great. Tell me, update us all where you are, what's happening with work. Give us a good yes. Corona update. Okay, so Corona update. Um, last Friday, my mom and I, we had planned on flying back to Illinois for my second week of work remote, mm-hmm. which is where I'm from. I work in Dallas, though. And um, we were just like, we do not feel right going to an airport. Like, it's too sketchy. Like, it's yeah. I'm going to be too anxious. Like, I don't want to do it. So we decided to look into, like, what it would cost to just drive the rental car back to the airport that she flew out of. And it was, like, 50 bucks. And we were, like, honestly, it's going to be a long-ass day. But, like, I would just rather do that than risk going to the airport. Mm -hmm. So we drove back on Friday. It took 19 hours. So that was kind of brutal. 19? 19 and we did it in one day like we didn't stop because we were like we're not staying at a hotel bless your soul i know it was totally badass and then i just enjoyed the weekend here it was nice to not have to work but now i'm back on my working grind Mm -hmm. but it's hard because with all the craziness that's happening like a lot of our clients are backing out of stuff and i'm like running out of things to do yeah I feel like it's almost the opposite for PR because, like, so many companies are putting out statements that, like, I feel like the PR side of our office is popping, but the marketing side is, like... Yeah. You can't really promote (laughs) stuff that's not happening. Right. And, like, yeah. So, and since, like, the economy is going down, like, that's not where they want to put their money, and it's just... Mm -hmm. Like, I'm running out of things to do, and, like, I have to get billable hours every day, so it's not like I can just be like, oh, sweet, there's nothing left for me to do. Like, I still have to, like, be, like, recording hours, so it's been kind of challenging, but, like, I've expressed to my coworkers, like, I'm catching up on my to-do list, so if you have things that you need help with, like, please send them to me. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I'll be able to stay busy this week, but it's also making me wonder, like, is there going to be another week work remote? Because I wouldn't be shocked. Oh my gosh, no, I would not be shocked at all. So you're flying on this weekend? Yeah, I'm supposed to fly back um, Sunday, but if we have another week work remote, I'll probably just stay home. Yeah. I bet that you will. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about Texas, but... I just feel like if I'm going to be remote, like I'd rather be with my family. Yeah, I agree. No shade to my friends, but, like, their families live in Texas, so it's easy for them to go back at any point. But, like, I'd just rather stay. Right. Exactly. Well, you'll have to keep us updated. I will. How's it going for you? It's good. I was at home for, like, over a week um, with my family. 
last week I recorded from home, and now I'm back in Little Rock where my house is because I had to come for a meeting on Monday, and I decided I would just stay a few days and just work at my house here and catch up, and then I'm going to go back home um, in a few days, probably. I don't know. It's just, like, weird. It's just, it's weird times, and... Are you one of those that, like, you feel weird being home, or does it not really affect you? Home as in, like, where I grew up, or home as in where I live? Home as in where you grew up. Uh, no, I don't feel weird at all. It doesn't affect me. Like, I would rather be there, but also I was there for over a week. I needed clothes. I needed, I just needed kind of right, to check right, my house right. here. Um, but, no. I'm like that, too. Like, I, yeah, yeah it doesn't we're, affect me. We're in the same boat on that. Well, I hope okay. everyone's staying safe out there and doing your part. Yeah, and guys, please stay home. Let's get this over with. Let's get it over with. And shout out to all the people on the front lines doing their thing. Or yeah, people shout out to y'all. Literally, I mean, it. there's so many different like people that have different jobs that we don't even think about. You know, we think about the doctors and the nurses, et cetera, but there's also a bunch of people that are still out doing their jobs. In this, I know. Um, delivery people, yes. target workers, like Walmart workers, custodial staff. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, lots of love and prayers out to all those people that are working very hard. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Do we want to move on? Yeah, let's move on to our topic of the week. Okay, I literally say this with so much hesitation. I know, Kate, I know. I'm like, I just want to preface this by saying that, like, I am tired of talking. Like, I'm literally so tired. This is my worst nightmare to be talking about this again, honestly. When all this broke yesterday, I was, like, wanted to crawl in a hole. Like, I just, I hate it, and we're going to talk about it and break it down. But after this, I don't want to talk about it with anybody else because this is where I'm leaving my final words on the topic. Have a hundred thousand people texted you? Yes. And I hate yeah. it because it's like, okay, for anyone that doesn't know, the whole Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, Taylor Swift drama has resurfaced. We're going to tell you all about it. Um, yes. A lot of people have texted me about it. Some people called me about it. And I just don't, like, it's hard because people, re- all of those three celebrities, people really stand. And so it creates mm-hmm. the most awkward conversations. Like, I don't like to argue with anybody um, or have any type of confrontation at all in life. Me neither. And so when people are trying to confront me about this, I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Like, literally, when this all blew up in 2016, I, I thought I was not going to make it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds a I know. But... It's, it's just But awful. it is, like, people just are obsessed with it. Like, that, that, it is what it is. Truly, 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 truly obsessed. Okay, I'm looking at my notes. Um, so, let's just give, like, a brief rundown of the whole situation. Yeah, I'll let you start. And let me also preface this by saying, Kate and I, like, this is our topic of the week. Because it's just, like, such an intricate mm-hmm. timeline. And I feel like it's pretty much all people are talking about besides coronavirus and Tyler and Hannah, which we Mm -hmm. already covered last week. So we're just like, let's just dive in Mm -hmm. and call it a day and leave it behind us. Okay. Yes. 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 That's what we're here to do. And for anyone that doesn't know, we wanted to do a little research and give you some background just in case maybe you've never heard of this, which I'd be shocked if you, if that was the case. Um, okay. So everybody knows we got Kim Kardashian, married to Kanye West, and then you have Taylor Swift, the famous, infamous pop singer. I want to take you all the way back to the 2019 MTV Video or sorry, all the way back to the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards in New York City. Taylor Swift, a budding young country artist, Kanye West, a rapper on top of the world, Kim Kardashian, nowhere to be found at the time. You guys probably remember this. Taylor won uh, Best Female Video of the Year for her video, for her song, You Belong With Me. Kanye West climbs up on the stage to interrupt her acceptance speech with the infamous quote, Yo, Taylor, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Um, 
shortly after, obviously, Taylor Swift was really stunned by this. Like, she's this little country singer. She doesn't even know Kanye West. Um, she told reporters, I was standing on stage and I was really excited because I had just won the award. And then I was really excited because Kanye West was on stage. And then I wasn't excited anymore after that. So that happened in 2009. Shortly after that, Kanye, Kanye was dragged. Dragged, dragged, dragged. Rightfully so. Probably, like, if that would have happened in today's culture, we would not be hearing of Kanye West anymore. And I'm just going to state that as a fact. Um, mm-hmm. Because of the whole Me Too movement, like, there is no way... Um, a male could have done that to a young female and gotten away with it in 20. Totally. Um, he went on the Jay Leno show again, we're still in 2009 and, uh, addressed it. He said, I immediately knew in the situation that it was wrong and it was, and it was a spectacle. Uh, and then he also alluded on Ellen, um, to having alcohol and drugs in his system. He said, it's actually someone's emotions that I stepped on. It was very rude. It was very, it was rude, period. I'd like to be able to apologize to her in person. Finally, he does apologize. Um, she told ABC Radio in 2009, Kanye did call me and was very sincere in his apology, and I accepted the apology. The support I got from other artists and from the fans and so many people sticking up for me, that's what got me to the place where I could accept the apology. I'm just very thankful that everyone showed me so much love. Uh, some other things happened, and then... Let's speed it up and go to 2013. Kanye takes back his apology. Why all those Mm. years later, he's taking back an apology that he rightfully gave. He says, quote, I don't have one regret. If anyone's reading this wanting for some type of full-on flat apology for anything, they should stop reading right now. I have, as a human being, fallen to peer pressure. So I guess that was, was him basically saying, I felt peer pressure to apologize for her, so that's why I did it. I didn't mean it. Which... WTF. Anyways. I feel like that was in his, like, I'm not going to smile phase. Yeah. No, no, no. For sure. For sure. Um, then we're going to go to the 2015 Grammys. This is the year that Taylor wore that blue, really pretty dress. She's in pop yes. now. She had on the pink shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're at that Grammys. Uh, they were photographed together at the award show, which sparked all sorts of rumors. If they were friends again, if they were going to work together. Um, and Kanye told Ryan Seacrest in, a, in an interview, quote, she wants to get in the studio and we're definitely going to go in. Any artist with an amazing point of view, perspective, fan base, I'm going to get in the studio and work. I don't discriminate. That same year, she addressed their friendship to Vanity Fair and said, quote, I feel like I wasn't ready to be friends with him until I felt like he, he had some sort of respect for me and he wasn't able to be friends with me until he had some respect for me. She said that in August of 2015. She said, we we haven't planned any collaboration, but hey, I like him as a person, and that's a really good first, nice first step, a nice place for us to be. Let so, me intervene here and uh-huh. say, why couldn't we have just stopped here? Exactly. Why couldn't we have just said, great, it's over, beautiful, done? Thank you for pointing that out. Okay? So, all's well at this point, right, ladies and gentlemen? It's mm-hmm. 2015. All's good. Things are so good. That in that same year, August of 2015, Taylor goes to the VMAs, same stage, you know, however many years later that Kanye and her had the moment on that sparked the whole thing, and Mm -hmm. Taylor gives Kanye the Vanguard Video Music Award. Huge award. It was a cool moment. They were on the stage together. She was giving him the award. Kim's in the audience, pregnant with North. It's just like a good... There's the pictures of Kim and um, Taylor in the crowd. Taylor has on that, like, houndstooth sparkly two-piece. She's got the hair pulled back. Great moment. Mm-hmm. Um, at that award show, she said, quote, I first met Kanye West six years ago. At this show, actually. It seemed like everyone in the world knew about our infamous encounter at the VMAs. But something that you may not know is that Kanye West album college dropout was my was the very first album my brother and i bought on itunes when i was 12 years old i've been a fan of his for a long for as long as i can remember because kanye defines what it means to be a creative force in music fashion and well life so i guess i have to say to all the other winners tonight i'm really happy for you and i'm gonna let you finish but kanye west has one of the greatest careers of all time iconic iconic totally iconic moment and you're totally right. Should have stopped there. 
Should yeah. we should have just should have called it a day. Should have called it a day. Then, okay, this is nice too. Taylor sends Kanye, or Kanye sends Taylor this beautiful flower arrangement. She posts a picture on Instagram that says, "Oh, Kanye sent me the coolest flowers." Hashtag Conte twenty twenty. Hashtag BFFs. Okay, that's great. It was that was nice of him. Really, really, really nice. Okay, then about a year later, Kanye West debuts Famous at his February 2016 Yeezy show. Not even a year later, I'm sorry, a few months later. Everybody knows Famous, like, it's that song off of the life, off of his album, The Life of Pablo, where he's got all the people in bed with him. He, you know, he talks about several different, uh, Mm Yeah, uh, prolific. Controversial people. Yes, 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 in the world. Um, and as soon as the song came out, of course, he got a bunch of backlash on Twitter. And he got on his Twitter, he had Twitter at the time, and claimed he had gotten permission from Swift to name drop her following an hour-long phone conversation with the star. This is when shit hit the fan. Yes. Okay? So, right in February... That same month, the song comes comes out, Taylor is at the Grammys. Well, I'm sorry, hold on. When all the when the song comes out, all Taylor's friends come to her defense. Gigi Hadid, Carly Kloss, Jamie King, um, several people got out there showing support. Um, like her brother even posted about it, like it was a big deal. Then she's at the Grammys. The second year later, she's got that good bob. Like, she rocked the bob Mm -hmm. before. Anybody rocked the bob. She's got that pink and red two-piece. She wins album of the year for 1989 for a second time. Mm -hmm. And in her acceptance speech, she she mentions, she makes nod of the song. Um, She says, and I quote, As the first woman woman to win album of the year twice... Or, I'm sorry, let me start over. As the first woman to win Album of the Year at the Grammys twice, I want to say to all the young young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. If you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you'll look around and you will know that it was you and the people who love you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. Thank you for this moment. Which, I remember that. And at the time, I thought, you know what? Good for her. She's making history as a woman. She's, this guy's just put out this song, like, saying that, like, he deserved, like, everything that's happened to her was because of him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nasty. It was inspirational. She said what she needed to say. Right. But then, this is what really to this day, pisses me off. I understand Mm -hmm. that Kim Kardashian is married to Kanye West. I'm not married, so I can't speak for spousal relations. I I imagine, though, I would want to defend my wife in, you know, I'm a male, so, but I would, you and I would both want to defend our significant other. Yes. However... Kanye. It would be so much easier for Kim to say, not my business. Totally. And Kanye is not really in the right here. That's the thing. So it would be one thing, which uh, to Kim, he he obviously is still in the right. But she probably should have kept, I, I wish that she would not have said anything because really she's the one that lit everything on fire. Because after this acceptance speech, Kim um was doing that July. So all this time has passed. Like that was in February. This is July. And Kim in her GQ interview says she totally approved that. She totally knew that she totally knew that that was coming out. She wanted to all of a sudden act like she didn't. I swear my husband gets so much shit for things when he really was doing proper protocol and even called to get approval. I'm like Kim why do you need to talk? This GQ cover is about you. Why do you need to talk about Taylor Swift in your GQ cover? Mm-hmm. Also, side note, I'm a I'm a Kardashian fan. Like I, I like Kim 
That's, that's why this whole thing is very hard for me. But I, mm-hmm. at that time, I remember thinking, why do you need to talk about Taylor? Right. Okay. So then, Taylor's publicist slash Taylor released a statement following Kim's claims. And the statement goes, and this is going to be important. This is going to come back up in present day. So just hold on tight. We're mm-hmm. still in 2016. The statement says, Taylor does not hold anything against Kim Kardashian as she recognizes the pressure Kim must be under, and she is only repeating what she has been told by Kanye West. However, that does not change the fact that much of what Kim is saying is incorrect. Kanye West and Taylor spoke once on the phone while she was on vacation with her family in January of 2016, and they have never spoken since. Taylor has never denied that the conversation took place, It was on that phone call that Kanye West also asked her to release the song on her Twitter account, which she declined to do. Mm -hmm. Then, after this statement, that's when the music video comes out. All this has taken place, and the music video hasn't even come out. Oh, dear. And you guys remember the music video. Kanye is literally, Kanye is laying in a bed next to, Taylor is on one side, Kim is on the other side. Taylor is completely naked. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump's Taylor's in the bed. Bill Cosby's like. in the bed. Amber Rose is in the bed. Kim's in the bed. There's a whole list of people. Chris Brown, Rihanna, Anna Wintour. Let's also um, clear up. It was a Taylor Swift lookalike because obviously Taylor would never consent to that. Right. Yes, 1,000%. It was like a wax figure. <laughs> yes, thank yeah. you. Very important. Um, so that music video comes out, and I mean... Talk about a firestorm. People were up in arms because she clearly had already made mention that she did not like the song. And now this happened. So, like, all her friends, like, I don't know. But but this this is the funny part. So, the music video comes out. And this is just goes to show you how strategic the Kardashians are. The music video comes out. And then, in July 2016, an episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians comes out where the Taylor-Kanye feud is talked about on the show. Um, she talks about contra- con- Kanye's controversial rant that, w- that went on during Saturday Night. And then the footage from backstage that got leaked that he was where he was calling Taylor fake. She talks about all that. She talks about the drama with Chris on the show. Basically, the center of the show is the drama between Swift and West. Mm-hmm. Chris encourages her to squash it, says she really likes Taylor's family, likes Taylor's mother. Uh, and she said, Chris Jenner says, my advice would be to give Taylor Swift a call. And Kim says, thank you for your lovely advice, but I'm not going to take it. Okay. And directly after the episode airs, I remember it was on a Sunday night, the episode Keeping Up airs, and Kim immediately goes to Snapchat and posts the videos, snippets of the videos, of the infamous phone call that has been claimed that they had in January of 2016. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember this like it was yesterday, because the clips were so diced, like you could tell they had been cut up, and... Everyone was really mad because they were like, where's the full footage? And she was like, it doesn't matter. Like, this is what happened. Okay? Um, and in, in the footage that Kim released, she says, it's like a, Taylor says, it's like a compliment. Um, I mean, and, and basically, she, Kanye asks her, tells her about the song Tells her, um, uh, like, there's so many notes here, I'm sorry. She said, I would have never expected you to, like, tell me about a line in a song. I mean, I don't think anybody would listen to that and be like, oh, that's a real diss. you got to tell the story that way that it happened to you and the way you experienced it. She also went on to say, if people ask me about it, look, I think it would be great for me to be like, he called me, told me before it came out, jokes from you guys, we're fine. So, everybody was, like, berating Kim. Like, why is Kim getting involved? Why is Kim doing this? Etc. So, at the time, mm-hmm. a source told People Magazine, Kim is super loyal to Kanye and will always do anything to have his back. She's even more protective of him 
than she is of herself. She thinks he's misunderstood and couldn't stand that people thought he was a liar. Swift's, Swift's rep told people Taylor has never was never made aware of the actual lyric, quote, I made that bitch famous. The internet immediately went into siding with Kim, the whole hashtag, hashtag Kim exposed Taylor party, and hashtag Taylor Swift is over party was trending everywhere. Everywhere. It was awful. Um, it was just a lot of hate. And the video... Yeah made it look like she was lying. It really did. The way that Kim put it out there, it, it made it look like that. But I think everybody that was a loyal fan, everybody that knows her, knew that there was no way that she would go through all and be lying. So after the video comes out, Taylor Swift has had enough, um, and she quickly responded with a post on Instagram. And I'm going to read you all the post because it's important for context. She said, quote, where is the video of Kanye telling me he was going to call me, quote, that bitch in his song? It doesn't exist because it never happened. You don't get to control someone's emotional response to being called that bitch in front of the entire world. Of course, I wanted to like the song. I wanted to believe Kanye when he told me that I would love the song. I wanted us to have a friendly relationship. He promised to play the song for me, but he never did. While I wanted to be supportive of Kanye on the phone, you cannot, quote, approve a song you haven't heard. Being falsely painted as a liar when I was never given the full story or played any part in this song is character assassination. I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative, one that I have never asked to be a part of since 2009. She captioned it, and the caption said, The moment when Kanye West secretly records your phone call and then Kim posted on the internet. I remember this so badly because it was, it was, it was so awful on all ends. Everyone, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of hate, and then it comes out that it's illegal to record phone conversations without everyone's consent in California. So everybody's mm-hmm. like, is Taylor going to press charges? Like, that's illegal, and it still is right. today illegal. Um, the squad steps in, you know, Selena Gomez, Chloe Grace Mortz, Ruby Rose, Martha Hunt, all Taylor's friends step in to defend her like normal. Um, Kanye basically claims victory in the feud and says, I'm so glad my wife has Snapchat because now y'all can know the truth. He said at a Drake concert, which we should just mention that he and Drake are no longer friends anymore either because of Kim. Um, he said pop, uh, yeah. So he told the crowd that and he said, and can't nobody talk shit about yay no more. And then he started singing famous at Drake's concert. Um, then the whole, the the original lyrics from Famous Leak, and the original lyrics were, quote, I feel like Taylor Swift still owe me sex. I made that bitch famous. But obviously that's not the line. Uh, the line is, I feel like Taylor Swift, Taylor and I might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. Anyways, so that happened. Then Taylor makes Reputation. There's all the nods throughout the album to them and the drama, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Rightfully so. She's an artist. She can use it as her craft. Reputation is a banger. One of my favorites to this day. So I'm not mad about it. Then in 2019, last January, Kim was on Watch What Happens Live and said, quote, I feel like we've all moved on. Talking about the drama. She says there's no more bad Right. So, I'm like, that's great. All's well. All's well. There's been a couple interviews here and there. When Taylor was promoting Lover, she laughed it off. She did call, during the whole Scooter Braun thing, she called Kanye West's famous music video revenge porn, which it sounds like it probably was, um, per the definition of revenge porn. Um, But she never really said anything, like, nasty in the press. She also uh, talked about on her Vogue cover in September 2019 how she it really set her on a trajectory in her life, and she created all this great music from it, and she really learned a lot from it, and so she's moving on. Basically, it was really brought full circle. Um, then, I want to bring you now to present day 2020, last Saturday. Is everyone still with me? I'm with you. Okay. So, on Saturday morning, I wake up to the news that 
the full footage from the 2016 phone conversation between Kim and Kanye has leaked. If you, uh-huh. if you remember, Kim only put a few snippets on Snapchat. But definitely made it seem like it was all that we needed to know. Right. The video and the whole conversation is 25 minutes long. And we saw probably about a minute's worth on Kim's story. Maybe. Maybe. So, the whole clip is on YouTube. That's where I watched it. But it kind of started to pop. Clips of it started to pop around on Twitter. Um, and, um, sorry, my mom called me. Sorry if anyone heard that. Um, and so people started losing their minds. I'm Mm going to read you guys some direct quotes that, um, (laughs) that were in there. Um, he says, so my next single, I wanted you to tweet it. So that's why I'm calling you. I wanted you to put the song out. He tells Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told her the line about might still have sex, but never mentions, like Taylor's publicist said back in the day, she never knew that he was she was going to be called a bitch. Yes. Um, I was, I didn't know if I wanted to watch it because honestly I knew, like everybody was like, this video changes everything. And I was like, this video really changes nothing because I feel mm-hmm. like I always knew that she didn't. I mean, sure, it just kind of validates what I already But knew. I think you feel that because you're a Taylor Swift right. stan, so you never doubted her. Right. But for those neutral people or those yes. Kim stans or those Taylor haters yes. especially, yes, it really was news, Yes, I yes. feel. You're right, you're right. And I wasn't going to watch it, honestly, because I was like, I don't really care, like, but one of my good Taylor Swift friends, Leah, said that, she said, honestly, I'd give it a watch. It's, it's worth the 25-minute watch. Um, one of the things that, I have a couple of takeaways from the video. And I just want to give them to you all because I think they're interesting. Um, first of all, in the very beginning of the conversation, before he tells her any of the lyrics, anything about the song, she asks over and over again, quote, is it going to be mean? She says that so many times. And the first time she says it, it's honestly heartbreaking. Because to me, it reminds me of, and I think anyone can identify with this. We all know people like this in our life. There are some people that are just so, like, we have friends or people in our life that we're just honestly, we're scared of. Like, we'd rather be on their good side than their bad side, you know? And to Yeah, me, and you're, like, walking on eggshells around them. And yes, like, yes. Mm-hmm. And to me... Her being like, is it going to be mean, really reminds me of being like, like, you can just hear it in her voice that she's not really comfortable with the whole idea, but, like, she doesn't want to make him mad and start some drama. That's kind mm-hmm. of, I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking for her, who's already been so bullied by him, to have to ask mm-hmm. him, is it going to be mean? I mean, that's just, like, full circle, like, I thought that was Yeah, like, totally. Um, another thing about this video... I am very, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I am very pro mental health. I'm very pro people getting help um, and taking care of yourself, etc. So what I'm about to say is not mean. It's not derogatory. It's not anything. It's just fact of matter. Kanye West in this video is not well. He, I mean, I'm so sorry, but somebody on his team, or maybe his wife, should, who was around him during this time, should have recognized that maybe he's not in the best headspace to be doing some of these things. Mm-hmm. In the video, he is completely manic. Like, he is like, he's talking about one thing, and then he's on to another thing, and then he's back to the, I mean, it was so hard to follow, and I'm sure Taylor was just like, what is happening? Like, mm-hmm. and, if anyone keeps up with them, you know that in 2017, shortly after all this, 2017, 2018, I don't remember the year exactly, Kanye was hospitalized for mental health, diagnosed as bipolar. You know, he had that whole, mm-hmm. all the crazy rants on Twitter. And I think this was probably the beginning of a lot of that. 
And I wish that somebody would have recognized that in the beginning. Because regardless of how you feel about any of them, this man was was not healthy d- during mm-hmm. this time. And I, I hate that for him. Um, and I hate that because I think that moment, obviously, we're still dealing with it today. So take care of yourself. Yeah. And look out for the people you love is all I got to say on that note. Totally. And I will say that I... Um, Cade sent to me that the whole phone call was leaked and I watched probably like the clips were split into maybe like how many I saw uh, clips were I mean there were so, it was 25 minutes long so there were definitely it was like, the full bitty, let's say it was split into five I watched like two of the five uh-huh. that the five made up the whole video uh-huh. I guess and yeah. I didn't even feel like I had to go past two because it was so obvious to me how much he was tiptoeing around saying what he was actually planning to say in the song. Yeah. And, like, her very clearly trying to be like, so what is it? And him kind of, like, telling a little bit of it and then, like, five minutes later telling a little bit more to where you could tell she was almost like, okay, so what else is there? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it was so obvious from early on that he wasn't being totally honest and transparent that I was like, "Yeah, that's all I need to see. Yeah. Really, the big thing that I think he wanted was he wanted her to promote the song. And when she said she wasn't going to promote the song, he was basically like, okay, I'm done. And he did say, I'll send you the song when it's done. And she never got the song, which is why she didn't know about the mm-hmm. lyric. Um he literally says on the call, and, like, you, she, he says, like, you've got, like, two billion people in your back pocket. Like, you've got your own country, essentially. Like, well, I need you to help promote this song. That's not a direct quote. But essentially, that's... And I totally was with her and when she was like, I almost feel like that would make it less cool. Yeah, 100%. Like, she, she said that, like, that I... Like, it, and it totally would for her to be like, haha, check out that, like, yeah. people would be like, what? Like, no. that's so weird. No, right. I agree. Um, so the video got leaked, and then, you know, people just really can't keep their mouths shut, is, is, is the moral of the next story. And I want to say this, <laughs> too, because, like, I am so disappointed in the way that everyone has handled this this situation since the video got dropped. Like, I'm honestly a little pissed off at Taylor. I'm disappointed in Kim. Like, I, it's all very petty. There's a lot of awful things happening right now in the world. And for this to be, like, still talked about is ridiculous to me. And I'm a fan of everyone involved. Mm-hmm. But it's ridiculous. It's come. It's too far. Um, I agree. So, basically what happened next is... On Sunday, Kim liked a tweet. This is very important because this is not being talked about. And I, I think it's, you just, everyone needs to know that Kim, and you know, Kim is, Kim knows what she's doing. She's a shady lady. She knows what she's mm-hmm. doing. And she liked one tweet that said that this, the video showed nothing new. We all knew that. I'm so confused right now. Okay, so that was the first, like, somebody mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Then, also, it's important to note that Saturday night, all Keeping Up the Kardashian crew members were asked to come to Kim and Kanye's home for an emergency meeting. So, we're going to talk about that in a second. But, um, then, Taylor starts liking some things on Tumblr. That's her platform. And then yesterday, mm-hmm. she posts an Instagram story. And she says, Instead of answering those who are asking how I feel about the video footage that was leaked, proving that I was telling the truth the whole time about, quote, that call, parenthesis, you know, the one that was illegally recorded that somebody edited and manipulated in order to frame me and put me, my family, and my fans through hell for four years, dot, dot, dot. Swipe up to see what really matters. And it was a donation link and... I saw it, and I was like, okay, we didn't really have to go that savage. We (laughs) we could have just put, instead of talking about all this, like, we could have maybe been the bigger person there, but 
I told one of my friends today, I'm not a female. I'm never going to be a female. I'm never going to be berated and bullied by someone like that, hopefully, in the public eye. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Taylor's gone through. She's obviously been through hell. If you watch Miss Americana, you know she's been through hell um, mm-hmm. at, at the hands of all this, really starting with that moment in 2009. If she wants to mm-hmm. still talk about it and get her feelings out, I'm not going to tell her to stop. But at this point, I don't think it's doing anyone any good. That's kind of how I felt about the story. Mm-hmm. But I was shook. I was like, I cannot believe she... B- because you know, when once she said something, she knew they were going to say something. I mean, that's how it goes. It's like ping pong yeah. back and forth. Um, totally. And I'm just a little bit like, okay, let's leave it here. But you already know Kim has to get the last word in. You already know. So then... <laughs> I just can't... I can't believe that. I just, I just can't believe this whole thing. Then, last night, Kim gets on Instagram stories and posts, like, four or five pictures and then puts the same thing on Twitter and it breaks up into nine different tweets. And so, I will read it to you all because, again, context. Um, Of course, now she's, like, posting all these other things about justice reform, etc., um, she said, quote, and she tagged Taylor Swift at Taylor Swift 13 has chosen to reignite an old exist, an old exchange. And at this point in time feels very self-serving given the suffering millions of victims are facing right now. I didn't feel the need to comment a few days ago, which she did technically comment by liking that tweet. That's my own personal mm-hmm. opinion though. And I'm actually really embarrassed and mortified to be doing it right now. But because she continues to speak on it, I feel I'm left without a choice but to respond because she is actually lying. To be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that, quote, Kanye never called to ask for permission. They clearly spoke, so I let you all see that. Nobody ever denied the word bitch was used without her permission. At the time when they spoke, the song had not fully, had not been fully written yet. But as everyone can see in the video, she manipulated the truth of their actual conversation in her statement when her team said she, quote, declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a strong misogynistic message. The lie was never about the word bitch. It was always whether she was... a there was a call or not in the tone of the conversation. This is what gets me. We're still, this is still Kim's statement. I never edited the footage. Another lie. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make my point. And the full video that recently leaked doesn't change the narrative. To add, Kanye as an artist has every right to document his musical journey and process just like she recently did through her documentary. Kanye has documented the making of all his albums and his personal archive, however, has never released any of it for public consumption. The call between the two of them would have remained private or would have gone in the trash had she not lied and forced me to defend him. This will be the last time I speak on this because nobody, because honestly, nobody cares. Sorry to bore you with all this. I know you all are dealing with more serious and important matters. Hmm. What do you have? To I say? don't think it's a solid art. I don't think it's a solid argument to say. No one ever said he didn't ask permission for the most offensive part of the song. Right. It's like, well, yeah, that's the problem. By saying that they had a conversation about it, it implies that it was all approved. But he left out the fact that he called her a derogatory term. Yes. And she's like, we never said that he didn't mention that. And it's like, well, it was kind of implied. Yeah. My thing about her whole statement. And when she said, and, I was, and when she said she forced me to defend my husband. She was not holding a gun to your head saying, defend your husband, honey. You chose to. Right. And he has social media. He has a mouth. He can speak for himself. Exactly. And I just get a little embarrassed, like, whenever 
celebrities like speak on behalf of their spouse a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I uh, yeah, I just feel kind of like eh. the whole thing was just there are a lot of holes in it. One of my favorite things that I was like, what? I'm going to read it to you one more time. She said, I never edited the footage. Another lie. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make my point. That's called editing. Yeah. Editing clips is editing. Taking a few clips and posting on Snapchat is called editing, Kim. Yeah, it was the raw file, sweetie. (laughs) (sighs) I was just like... And the thing is, is honestly, I wasn't like, oh, Team Taylor. I was just like mad about the whole thing. Because honestly, I like Kim enough and I respect Kim enough that I thought that she would be the bigger person. But no, Mm -hmm. she still continues to do the same gaslighting that she always does. I mean, all her claims, all they do is attempt to make Taylor look like the crazy one. Yeah, yeah. It's just embarrassing. Like, it's really... I just... I just don't understand. And I just... I hope that that never happens to her daughters. That's... I I, I tweeted on my fan account one thing, and I said... um, It got a a lot of attention, so I just want to read it to you guys. I said, I'm about to lay my head down and pray that your daughters never experience the kind of manipulation and gaslighting that continues to stroke this feud. Could for once someone be the bigger person, sow some grace, and think about anyone but themselves. Do better, Kimberly. Do better. I just... She... I just don't understand. Like, I really... I just... It's just sad. I'm with you, Kate. Happy. The final piece of information thus far is that after this, Tree, Taylor's publicist, her name is literally Tree, Tweets. She quote tweets Kim's statement where she's calling out her publicist. Where she said Taylor lied through Mm -hmm. her publicist. And so Tree, Taylor's publicist, tweets and says, there's a picture, but the caption or the body text says, I'm Taylor's publicist, and this is my, in all caps, unedited original statement. BTW. When you take parts out, that's editing. P.S. Who did you guys piss off to leak that video with three laughing emojis? And she just put the picture is the original quote that they said. um, Kanye did not call for approval. But Kanye did not call for approval, but to ask Taylor to release his single Famous on her Twitter account. She declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a strong misogynistic message. Taylor was never made aware of the actual lyric, I made that bitch famous. So again, Taylor never said he didn't call. Like, I don't... It's just messy. Right. It's just messy. And it and yeah. it disappoints me. Yeah, I think this didn't age well for Kim. This is the last thing I want to talk about. And honestly, we might just need to scrap everything else and just call this a breakdown of the drama. Because we're already at an hour. But, I kind of agree because, yeah, this yeah. has been, like, an exhausting breakdown. Yeah, and there hasn't been a lot that's happened, so, like... Yeah, go through. Yeah, no, yeah. No. This is my last question that I want to leave you with. And I'll tell you my answer as well, but I want to know yours. Kind of like her purple success. Who leaked this footage? Mm, I was wondering that too, Cade. Th- there's a couple of options here. I've seen a couple Mm -hmm. people say that it's Taylor, but that is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard, because if Taylor Swift had that footage, it would have been in Miss Americana. There's no way around it. So... I agree, and if she had that footage, she would have released the raw file when she was making those claims. Right. You know, the footage is of someone sitting there with Kanye, so I don't think she would even have access to it. No. Totally right. So I think that's scratched. The real two prominent things here... That I see are are our options. One, Kim and Kanye released it because Thursday night is the new season premiere of Keeping Up with Kardashians, and Kardashians for the the show has been moved to Thursday night from the primetime spot of Sunday night because ratings um, are down. 
Really? Yeah, they moved it for that reason. So, and we all know that they always seem to drum up press around the time of a new something. Especially when it has to do yeah. with the show. Yeah. Because then they want people to watch it unfold on the show. I don't know how I feel about that, but I don't, I don't think it's the craziest notion. Because mm-hmm. it, you can't really, there's, nobody knows who did it. Like, and that's the big question. The other option is it was somebody in their inner circle, obviously. And mm-hmm. they had to have known that Kim and Kanye did not want that scene or else they wouldn't have put it out there. You know, when you're trying to get revenge on somebody, mm-hmm. like, they're not going to put something out that Kim and Kanye wouldn't care about. So, you know, Kim and Kanye, it had it has been discussed that they did not want that footage out anywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm almost, yeah, I'm almost thinking like an ex-employee or something. I think so, too. An ex-employee or like, honestly, if you think about it, like Kanye has so many enemies. Like, the yeah. options are literally, like, endless. Endless. I just think it's just... And that just goes to show you how they knew people seeing that video would make them... Would not be in their favor. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. I've been, I've been trying to, like, explain that to myself, and I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but if I was going to try to piss someone off, I wouldn't put out a home video that they don't care anything about, you know? Like, they clearly right. have had conversations about how they didn't want this to get out. And that's exactly why it's out. Yeah. I don't know. Because if they crazy. wanted it out, they would have released the whole video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so. crazy. Um, Chloe was tweeting during when Kim was doing it, saying, like, Hell yeah, Kim's my lawyer, da 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 like, supporting Kim. And I, one of the funniest things I saw was, um, I'm really glad that you consider Kim your lawyer, but you should maybe consider picking someone who doesn't commit illegal um, activities, such as recording someone without their knowledge. Yeah, or someone with a law degree. Right. Everyone on Twitter is like, <laughs> wants Taylor to press charges. Yeah. Which I pray to God. That I, she I don't not. think she cares enough at this point. I really no. don't. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's such water under the bridge for her. Yeah. Any other I think she's like, my name's cleared. Yeah. Um, you know, Kate, I think we just need to leave it here this week. Like this has been such a breakdown. I feel like we just broke down like the Jordan cheating scandal. I know. I know. I just wanted to get that out there because I want people to have the facts and I also want people to understand that I'm not on anybody's side. Like, I know that I'm, at the end of the day, I'm probably going to side with Taylor, but like, I hope that you get that me saying this and telling you all this and talking about it, like my tone, I'm not saying that one in this, I'm not saying one is right versus the other. I'm saying the whole thing's stupid. Yeah. Um, my my final thing that I want to say that I think just puts a good, like, check in this box is today E! News Mm -hmm. posted, um, a screenshot of the tweet that Chloe posted about how she always supports Kim and Stassi Mm -hmm. Schroeder, who I think Mm -hmm. is from Vanderpump Rules. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. She commented on it. And honestly, I thought this was, uh, Kylie's friend Stassi. Which is why I thought to mention it, but now I'm realizing it's not. Oh, God. Mason's live. Mason's live. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. We gotta sign off. We gotta sign But hold on. Hold on. Stassi said, um, commented on it and said, I love Kim. I love Taylor. I love Kanye. Don't make me choose. Currently unable to take on any more stress. And that is exactly my feelings. Totally. Couldn't have said it better myself. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well... I love you all. Please continue to think of me during this difficult time. Yeah, prayers please, everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed, and we can all finally call this quits Yes, and, on this um, little scandal. Yes. Also, Love is Blonde is coming back for a season two, and I'm really pitching that Grace should apply. 
I would love the attention, but I just simply like don't know if I could attend. <laughs> We're definitely thinking about it. Okay, yeah. You think on it, we'll discuss it next week. Yeah. Okay, everyone stay safe, wash your hands, stay indoors, and I hope Please. this gets you through the quarantine. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.